Welcome to Good Looking Out, episode 61, a podcast about what to eat, watch, read, and listen to. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. Santos. My brother. What's, what's new on the West Coast? I think what is new, I have new glasses. That's new. Do you see them? I noticed that. Yeah, those are sharp. Do you like those? I like them a lot. Okay. Um, those come from a place called zenny.com. What's it called? Zenny, Z-E-N-N-I. Zenny, okay. Yeah, uh, it's horse shit. Um, it's, uh, it's Amazon for, for eyewear and like, it, it's good for readers and that kind of a thing, but they, it, it's, I don't know. I've used it a bunch of times and, uh, I feel, Beth told me that they make me look young, so I'm going to go with that. That's yeah. A, it's a good sign when your wife tells you that they. Yeah. I think the, you know, the black frame ones, while those are cool as well, they're kind of heavy and those just feel like lighter. They do yeah. I think, make you look a little younger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there. so that's new on the <laughs> West Coast. I'm looking, yeah. yo- as I turn older, I'm looking younger. I think we have, I was just asking Beth, I always, I always come in before I head in for the podcast, I ask her if she's got a hot take and she usually has something good. And the only thing she said on my way in here was, was Kanye. And I was like, oh, I could give a shit. The theories that I've seen circulating online are either he's bipolar or this is all, there's like a well-documented, someone went through his Instagram feed and Twitter and said like, pointing to all these conceptual artists and Andy Kaufman. And this is like his whole thing is like an attempt at like a real life art piece or something. (laughs) Dude. He pointed towards all these, like Kanye had been talking about all these German like modern performance artists and Andy Kaufman and all this stuff. But if he's, if that's what he's doing, he's doing a very poor job of it. If he, yeah, because I would love to see him fucking stand up to like Marina Abramovich. And if he's talking about like people from, from Western Europe in performance artists, he doesn't have the half the sack that that chick does. Nor in Andy yeah. Kaufman. Like he does like, well, I mean, Andy Kaufman honed that craft over decades. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a hit out of the out of the gate for sure. But it'd be fair to say Andy Kaufman had more talent in the piss that he took than fucking Kanye has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, Kanye's he's had some good tracks come out, but I feel like something is going on. He's like he's off the rails, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and it's. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix sort of crafted kind of way. Who fucking knows? If it is, then yeah. he then he, he should have. That's probably going to be even worse for him. <laughs> he should have watched the fucking Joaquin Phoenix movie before he did you it. Because I don't, I don't know. I was telling people at work yesterday and the day before that I thought Adidas was going to drop him like a hot fucking potato. Oh, interesting. And yeah. they they issued a statement today that said that they support him. Uh, at least for the t- for the time being. But the thing is, if it comes out that he's doing all this stuff as like an art piece or whatever, if I was Adidas, I'd be like, okay, it's one thing if you're mentally ill. It's another thing if you're fucking around doing this, like, fuck you. And then I would drop him. So it's okay to... Bl- it, yeah, all right. So that's your... Yeah, because the, the only thing that I know is that he has cl- made a claim that slavery was an option and that could be just very be the very tip of the fucking headline, which is right. You know, yeah. What he said was 
the number of slaves outnumbered the slave owners by so much that at any point they could have risen up and just decided slavery was over. So for him, it was fucking pure math, and he and we're assuming that we basically look at the entire history of the world and the situation sake. he's talking about occurred. You know, still does today in America for crying out loud. You know, oh, maybe yeah. that's why why he's talking about it. But point to any ancient civilization, and that was pretty much exactly the the case. So, you know, it's like people have to be so, people have to be, you know, it's a much more nuanced than like, oh, we just have the numbers here. Yeah. I'll be honest. That's, I think, two minutes spent on Kanye West, which I feel is... Yeah, that's enough. Over the course of 62 episodes is... Is um, I think we're covered off on. I think we. I think we. We can tick the box on on got on, it. on him. What else have I got for you? New on the West Coast. Since you ask, uh, weed is still flowing out here. Um, I've been back. Um, I've been, you know, well, obviously we we did an episode last week. So as you know, I, I've been traveling a bunch, and since I've been back. The weed is still continues to be popular, surprisingly, in California. Um, uh, the thing that has struck me is um, the out-of-home advertising, which are, the green industry is, is really embracing, and it's wow. awesome to see. Yeah, because they're, nobody they're uses They're revitalizing out-of-home. dying industries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who uses out-of-home? It's like, you know, nobody. People who can't afford and, anything else. The thing that's so weird is like, why do you have to advertise weed? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I guess they're just trying to drive awareness of the individual dispensary. Like, we're Correct. a dispensary. We're at this location. Exactly. And how many dispensaries are there now? Are they just like popping up like popcorn? Um, no, because they were pretty. They were pretty tight on the uh, on the licensing. So if you had. A, a if you were you, basically the way it works is that if you were a medicinal dispensary, um, you had a period of time to apply for a recreational license, and those were issued with priority. And I think um, moving forward, licenses will be issued, you know, f- for others once they get a handle. Basically, if you didn't have if you didn't have a dispensary already, then you know, you, you don't you, have one right now. You didn't just fucking no. open your doors on January one and be like, "Dude, come buy a bag." Like, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the fucking billboards are awesome because you're just. It's like it just enormous fucking billboards that say marijuana delivered to your door for chill vibes, and then just a, <laughs> <laughs> and then just a, a, a URL, you know, or, or a phone number or something, you know, yeah. and. Oh shit! Sorry, it's nice. I guess you know I'm still struggling to try to get on the shit, but um, you know I think that's that's my cross to bear. But other than that, in California, I think we're happy to see it's been a br- it's been a brutal winter. We're we're happy to see <laughs> spring show up. Uh, so you, I'm you know it's been like it's been. In the 70s, it hit 80 on Monday. Fucking First 80 really? degree day. So, and I heard it the day that um, it hit 80 here, I was talking to some clients out there and they're saying it was 55. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, so. no, it's been actually, it's been cold and, and cloudy. Unfo- but no fucking rain. Like, you, you that's what huh. you hope for, right? That's Is, weird. Yeah. If there's clouds, you want some fucking rain. So, 
Yeah, we haven't really had a ton of rain either. We haven't been, we didn't get the like, besides the snowstorm, I guess the April showers to bring the May flowers was a 14 inches of snow. Yeah, but you also had fucking 10 feet of fucking snow. We had, you know, we had a piss in a fucking puddle. Nothing. So I got to ask you. Gimme. Here's something hot. Yeah. Hot off the presses. Oh, gimme. (laughs) I like it. Um, do you do you remember the eighties movie The Karate Kid? I do. In are fact, are you familiar I do. with The Karate Kid? I am, and I am fam- very familiar. Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita. So, as you may have seen, unless you live under a rock or, and or never ever go onto YouTube, um, they're doing a new YouTube Red series called Cobra Kai. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of picks up where the Karate Kid series goes off. So, I'm not. I'm not here to say that this is good by any stretch of the imagination, this thing. But if you're like a big fan, they did a, they did what they did do. Uh, Cause I've been watching this thing on YouTube red for free. You can get YouTube red for free for a month. Well, Three and, months. You actually. know, right now they're just running first month free oh, at least. Nice. So, uh, so Me- I watched, well. yeah, I'm like eight or nine episodes into this 10 episode thing. So I pretty much have seen the whole thing at this oh point. My God, and it's Jesus. You're investing it's, in it's, Cobra Kai, huh? <laughs> it's pretty predictable, let me tell you. So I, I, I'm I, not going to be shocked by where anything <laughs> goes from here. Once again, like I'm going to say, by no means extremely flawed television or wh- whatever you want to call it, web series. Yep. Uh, however, they capture the 80s vibe of the original so well. And they really? they did some some interesting things with the Johnny character. So as you can tell from the trailer, Johnny, the main antagonist from the original Karate Kid movie, I I appreciate the fact that they didn't have you know after the whole he loses the tournament and his sensei snaps his trophy and tries to fucking punch him and Mr Miyagi has to step in and save the day. There's like fast forward thirty years or whatever forty years, probably thirty. This guy. Is the exact same guy, but he's just like a oh, that's drunken, cool. a, a drunken loser. Yeah, so that's they nice. don't they don't like. There's been no sort of like major transformation of this character in the intervening years. He's still that's good, and and even as he starts to transform in this series, they do a really good job making him stay true to the kind of douchey popular kid like he still sees the world through that lens even as he becomes like a slightly better human being so anyways i don't want to dwell on this anymore because honestly i'm not like saying that this is like a silver bullet surefire recommend but if you did like the original series i think you will find plenty to like in this cobra kai cobra series. kai all right however okay, man. If you aren't watching like Legion season two or you know much better content, yeah. <laughs> you're not watching the new season of Atlanta. Go watch all that stuff first. Oh yeah, right. I forgot Atlanta's up and going. Yeah, have you been watching the second um, season? No, I haven't. Which is fine. how many how many episodes in is it? I'm not sure. I'm behind, so I'm about four episodes in, and I would say it's so far. In in the ballpark of being as good as the first season, but I haven't. Ha, there hasn't been the like breakthrough, super innovative episode yet. That you know they had a season like a two few is hard. Of those. Season two of yeah, anything I'm, is hard. I'm waiting for that moment, and and hope, I think we'll probably get there in season in, somewhere in season two. But 
Right, nice. You know, they got to keep the story and the characters going at first a little bit before they start doing crazy shit. All right. Well, Cobra Kai. Oh, you know what? Actually, that that'll go on the uh, on the Beth list because she that can be shared viewing. Mm. We're we're running thin oh, yeah. these days, boy. Very thin. Um, because I haven't been able to get her into it. Atlanta. So she's she's so hooked on on the fucking investigation discovery that, and she, you know. To be fair, has very little free time. So when she does, she knows what she likes, and she fucking tunes in to the death and murder. It has a cadence and a certain fucking sound that just calms her down. And uh, as I've as I've mentioned before, you know, five six five six years into her massive ID habit. Um, have gotten used to, for the most part, you know, 3 a.m. blaring fucking 911 calls of like, help, he's bleeding out, my husband's, <laughs> he's not moving, you know what I mean? And you wake up in a cold sweat, and um, I've gotten used to that. For the most right. part, there's still the days in there um, where it happens, but um, unfortunately, there's not a lot of shared viewing. What has happened recently is me... And this doesn't happen often because we don't get a lot of time together. So I usually like to just get with her and and I'll watch the fucking DMs with her just because I want to hang. But um, I have to admit that the terror has been pulling me away from her and pushing me mm. into the living room to watch the terror because it is fucking made for me. It's fucking so good. Right, because you like all the nautical shit, oh, too. dude. I am. It's all the nautical shit, and I and I'm obsessed with the search for the Northwest Passage. And yeah. Shackleton is there's, is next to Churchill yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. you know. And there are some amazing actors in that series too. You've got um, a bunch of the people that were in, in heart, Rome, yeah. the HBO series yep. Rome. You got Kieran Kieran Hines, Hines who like. Basically, he melts into his uniform. Like it, the the wardrobe in this thing is fucking amazing. I have to see what the wardrobe stylist was, but it's it's fucking so good. And he basically just like melts into like those tall collars that yeah. that they have. Um, it, it, he's fucking brilliant. The, yeah, the 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 casting is top notch for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to digging into that. I haven't done it yet. I've been watching Legion and Atlanta and. Evidently wasting my life away watching this Cobra Kai series. The terror, um, the terror but, is is oh my god! I mean, I, I'm finding it right now. I mean, I'm in the throes of it, so I'm finding it hard to overstate how good it is. But it does everything extremely well. It has all of the correct structure that a close quartered uh, thriller has, you know, which is a, a a great kind of thriller, you know. The one that kind of yep. paints the sandbox for you and puts you in a and, and that that has an outside force that is painting the boundaries of where you're able to be in whatever sense. You know what I mean? It's in the same way that the witch is great because you're you know you're yeah. surrounded by the forest and the forest is evil. And in this is the same. You're surrounded by the 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 brutal. The- um, you know right. the elements which 
Well, and the, and the ice keeps closing. That's right. In. The ice continues to close in, and the beauty of the terror is that it's rooted in fact. It's um, uh, it's rooted in in true history, and and there's nothing. I um, I believe if it's the entire the entire season. I don't know if it was all released at once or not, but. Um, for anyone interested to watch, and really anybody listening to this podcast, you you have to fucking watch it because it's it it em, it embodies all the things that we love: great writing, great acting, great production value, um, edge of the seat viewing, um, and it's you can watch it for fucking free. Just go to AMC. I don't know if it's new or not, but they have an app for iOS and Android. And you download the app and just fucking hit play and boom. And you can watch all of them with no fucking commercials. I think they make you, um, they make you validate that you have paid for AMC through a cable provider. So here's how I don't, they, if they have, they did ask who my cable provider was and I chose one but I did not have to sign in as you do with HBO or with others. Now there's a, really? yeah, but there's a, there's a very good chance hmm. that they have, that that process has evolved and they're able to track through my, I, you know, through, because it's also yeah. my, you know, my ISP. So maybe they were able to, to, to verify in that fashion. But, um, at any rate, um, you you can you can find a fucking way to get it if you can't fucking send a note to us and I'll send it to you because it is and not to be you know the pirating type but yeah. let's face it these days you can you can watch what you want whenever you want and this right. thing is brilliant I cannot fucking I, I it's the first thing in a long time that I wait like I, I'm like counting the minutes and 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 scheming to make things or people go to bed earlier and leave my ass alone so I can go sit on the couch and, and, and watch it. So wow. yeah. that's high praise. So have you, um, we kind of glossed over it a little bit. So I want to go back to it. Have you started watching the second season of Legion? I have not. No. So I'm, I think three episodes in and, um, I, I think it's, uh, Christian said to me, our friend Christian said to me the other day at work, he, he said, uh, there was this thing where they took old text-based games. Did you ever play like the old school text-based adventure games like Zork or any of those games? Um, I, I don't remember the name of them, but I did play. You mean like yeah. on the Apple IIe kind of? Right, exactly. Yes, it's I like, loved those. You're in a room. Here's what's in the room. There's a door to the left or... Like loved, rug, loved. You know, and I, you're like move the rug, and you're typing all this, like just trying to even see what you can actually even, even do. Anyways, they took this text-based thing and did this really brilliant, amazing thing oh. with it in the show. And so Christian said, and I absolutely concur with this. It's like it's still the only show where every single episode I say to myself, I have never seen someone do something like this yeah. before. So it's it's like just continues to be wildly creative. Really good. Um, you know, if anything, they've like doubled down on the Twin Peaks-ness mm. of it. So it's like maybe even, 
you know, if you love the first season, I think you'll love it. If someone was just diving into the second season, I think they and they hadn't read the comic or they hadn't watched the first season, I think they would be completely lost and have no idea what's uh, going on. Huh. So, okay. friend Noah Hawley continues to do brilliant stuff, oh, yeah. I think. Um, and if anyone isn't watching Legion, I think it's one of the most amazing things on TV still. Yeah, so. I got it. Um, is the entire season out? Um no, it's still coming. It's still cool. airing now. I'm a couple a couple episodes behind, but it's still in progress okay, right now. Great. All right. Awesome. Well, that goes on my list, and uh, the terror goes on yours. So I have a, I have a. This isn't something that's out yet, but it's on my radar. I think it comes out very soon. Um, you know, the, it was the Duplass brothers that did Wild Wild Correct. Country. And they have another documentary that's about to hit Netflix. Have you seen this? Uh, I don't know. It's the Pizza Bomber mystery documentary. You mean Pizzagate? This this is like way before Pizzagate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the documentary is called Evil Genius. And it's about this guy walked into a bank and had this weird contraption around his neck. And he said, you have to give me $250,000. These people ordered a pizza. They waylaid me, put a bomb around my I remember neck. This. I remember this. And sent me here dude. with this note. Yeah. Okay. So that, this documentary is about that. It's about the <laughs> pizza bomber. <laughs> wow. So, okay. And it's like right up, obviously, both of our alleys. Because it's weird as shit. It's some like hicked out country bullshit. And it's it has crime. not, so, um, it's not out yet. I don't think it's out yet, but I think it's come, it's for sure coming in May. So it's, it's gotta be any day any now day. it's going to hit Which, Netflix. Yeah. Um, and, and you can, you can watch the trailer for it on Netflix. And already. is it a feature or a series? I guess, no, it's a feature. Good. I think I could, I could be Good. wrong. You, you, I, that feels but, like it should be a feature. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless there's like but, a, <laughs> some shit that goes fucking Beyond that, it goes further than just the robberies. Um, but oh, good one! You know, I gotta dig in, and I would love to know what the Duplass brothers machine looks like at this point. Like, because if so, they're crazy. That's it the out. thing. So, you know, you have to wonder, and this isn't to cast an aspersion, um, in any fashion towards them because I, I think they're do, they do great work. I just would be interested in, in in what their discovery method looks like, what their production workflow is like, what their post how how are they how are well, they doing this? You know, and I get the impression with these documentaries that these are things that they're almost more like that they're not necessarily primarily responsible for these things, but they're yeah they're executive producing and helping bring them into proper distribution. And which is like which that, is a weird like onion layer of the way that Netflix does because if you look if you watch Wild Wild Country, it's like, you know, boom, Netflix and Netflix presents and like Wild Wild Country is a Netflix property. And right. And you know and I know that the, the Duplass brothers produced Wild Wild Country. I know that that's their series. But, you know, um, Evil Genius, I, I don't know anything about it. And for this to come on the heels of that, and, you and, and you know, in, in all of this, you know, not that far beyond the, you know, further downstream than the rest of their work, are they acquiring work in this, or are they acquiring IP in the same way that Netflix is like basically 
okay, we'll take it, and you get the Duplass Brothers fucking EP stamp on it, boom, and we'll go sell it to Netflix, and then boom, it gets the Netflix stamp one, you know, 60 frames before the Duplass Brothers stamp, and and there you go. That's when shit gets a little bit fucking wonky for me, because I, I like to hear... I like to hear shit from the horse's mouth a little bit, you know, or at least be able to to know who's telling the story, you know. Wild Wild Country is stamped yeah. with the Duplass brothers, and, and they're telling the story, and it's awesome. It's incredible. Right. Yeah, it says here um, the Duplass brothers signed a four-picture deal with Netflix, okay. and, you know, they're doing... They're doing a bunch of original content stuff, and then it says that they executive produced Netflix upcoming documentary series Wild Wild Country. So, and I, I get the impression that this thing maybe they're just EPing these documentaries, and they hear about like super cool kick ass documentaries. They're just getting involved. So they EP Wild Wild financing Country them. and didn't necessarily produce it. I gotta fucking see what's going on with that thing. It's so goddamn yeah. good. It's so goddamn good, you know, and and, yeah. and it didn't make the waves, at, or at least in my like sphere. Really, everyone in everyone in my world make was it, but about in it. the same way as making a murder, like where people um, were yes. like just social media fucking blasting. Holy fuck! Can you believe this? Have you seen episode seven yet? Have you? I mean, it was damn close. Yeah. Um, maybe not to that level, just because it doesn't have the like murder mystery same sort of like this is a real person who is you know on trial in, or in the timeliness maybe is that what you mean yeah. yes yeah yeah that, it's a, that, that could be current you, could, you might be right yeah. there but in terms of like a, a but certainly people <laughs> are people the the overall craziness of the story though oh I mean, yeah it's it's insane yeah for sure and you know even for people who knew um, who knew about Bhagwan, like, you know, yeah. which I, I, I knew about Bhagwan, but I, I didn't really, I knew, I knew he had right. some books and I that mean, he was, who could have and that he was like, that you know, he was the, like, kind of was credited with bringing new age to America. And I knew that he was like in that world, but I had no fucking idea, you know? And that thing deserves every bit of praise that it gets, as far as I'm concerned. Until I until I hear otherwise. Yeah. So while we're while we are just just had been talking about making a murderer, I have to bring up the um, in the same vein as making a murderer and serial. Um, there's a it's not a new podcast, but the second season of this podcast in the dark focuses on the story of this guy Curtis Flowers who hails from a small town. They, they pronounce it Winona instead of Winona. They say Winona because it's in Mississippi. So uh, in this town of Winona, Mississippi, four people were like brutally murdered in a furniture store. And this guy, Curtis Flowers, had been an ex-employee. And he, they uh, arrested him for these murders. He's been tried six times. Yes. Um, he keeps... He keeps getting tried for this case, and instead of just getting acquitted or convicted, like he's been convicted a bunch of times and he gets death row, and then he they appeals. appeal the case. The I have to say, the investigative reporting, not since Serial, and maybe even better than Serial, 
um, the the way that these people they the reporters moved to Mississippi for a year to create this story. Are you fucking kidding and me? Just r- really dug in, and it's really really good. Sorry, uh, once the name once again. In the dark. So it's in the dark. Season two starts. Season two, episode one starts the story of this Curtis Flowers case. In the dark. Um. Okay. Cool. Curtis Flowers. Um. I know the name. If you, anybody cr- follows true crime, you've heard of Curtis Flowers because, as you said, he's been. I mean, I think he was probably convicted. I think at least ten years ago, at least initially. It's been a long if not more, time. Maybe it could be 15, it, 20 years yeah. that he, you know. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. And okay, cool. I, I mean, God, isn't it amazing the production that's happening with podcasts now? I mean, to yeah. to to go and put that sort of um, backbone into a podcast and that that kind of back. I mean, that that yeah, that, that investment in production. It's where all the like super serious journalism dollars or i guess are going these days you know there's a yeah i mean to say it's the podcast renaissance is like you know an understatement the amount of the crazy shit that's coming out it's not um most of it coming from eight uh american public media and then gimlet Gimlet. of course and in panoply um so um if this might be a good place to segue into the and and actually we did we talk about it? La- did we talk about the second season of Ear Hustle last time? Uh, we started. To talk I think. About I think it, yeah. we talked about it, and I hadn't listened to any of it yet. I think it's what yeah. it was. And now, did you get? Did you get to the Fifi? Oh, that's right. That's where we get. That's what we talked about was the Fifi. <laughs> no, no, Do, I haven't got. I haven't gotten what? to it yet. You still don't know what a I Fifi still don't. is. And um, oh man, and here's the thing: is that I save. Um, I save Ear Hustle. Um, like, like I've got eight pieces of fucking Easter candy left and I'm saving, I, I, I fucking wait until I've dedicated time. You know, LA traffic is great for podcasts. So I've been, um, I've been able to dig into some great, as I mentioned last time, revisionist history is, is a new find for me. And, um, and I, I've been like digging on that a bunch since, since we talked last and, uh, and also, um, the moth, I continue to, to uncover that one. I'm so fucking late to the game. There's no secret there. Um, but no, man, I, I I'm just, I just re- the last ear hustle that I listened to was the human trafficking one. And it was fucking brutal. Oh. It was brutal. They never yeah. did any shit like that in the first season. Yeah. And that motherfucker is dark. Um, which yeah. you know, I mean, if they're going to be real, at, at, at a certain point, you got to assume that that shit's coming. So the the one the thing that's amazing at the end of the episode with the Fifi yeah, yeah. thing is the uh, you know how at the end there's the guy who's from the prison, the prison official who says, "I'm so and so from and I San Quentin Penitentiary, and I approve this." He he starts it off, and he's like. I heard a bunch of stuff in this that I really don't like, you know, but there's nothing like I, I wish this, he wasn't like, he's like, I, I'm not, not approving the episode, but I wish that this episode did. Cause happen, they're going into you know? some, yeah, they're going into some shit that happens in cells that he, 
It's just bad PR. Yeah. <laughs> bad PR for the prison. Yeah. 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 I mean, not that, not that for all of prison and the modern penal system in America, the entire thing is bad Seriously. PR. There's no good PR. No. Um, all right. Let me mention something um, new since the last time we talked. I went to the. Um, Let's see, I guess it was today, the end of the week. Yeah, so it was Sunday night. Saturday, Sunday night. I went to the Newport Beach Film Festival. And oh, yeah. I saw the first, uh, the California premiere of Social Animals. Right. I, I saw your uh, pick on the red carpet there with our friend with, JG. Yes, Jonathan Ignatius Green. Um, and... It was, um, it was kind of. I, I I have to assume a very different experience than what you had, where you know you're at a premiere that is fucking full blown. I mean, they came in rolling deep on that premiere, and plus it's South by like it's an enormous fucking festival. Yeah. The the Newport yeah, Beach yeah. Film Festival is, it's Newport Beach, you know, so it's um, tempered to say the least, and. And it had, you know, attendance was spotty, um, but but fervent in the people that were watching. So I, I was able to sit with with JG and um, and Kalise came as well, and um, I was able to sit right next to him and watch it, which was awesome. You know, to sit next to a a, 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 yeah. a friend and and watch the movie that he made on the big screen is. Fucking! You, you actually were able to do the same with him, weren't you? Uh, on the second, you show, sat yeah. down next to him and watched it. it it's awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. So before I forget, I just want to interject here and say, I don't know if he did. Did he tell you that he's coming to Minneapolis? We rented out the Adina Theater. He did tell me he was coming to Minneapolis. He didn't. I assumed you were going to BLB. No, we rented out the Adina Theater. Uh, so for anyone who's listening to the podcast, Wednesday, May 9th at 10 a.m. at the Adina Theater, if you want to come see this documentary, oh, Social dude. Animals, you can come and just say at the door that Eric, that you listen to Eric's podcast and Eric said that oh, you could come. That's a fucking invite. Anybody that's listening in Twin Cities, you you got to fucking do that because you're going to be able to go and sit cuz this is a screening that's happening purely for our um I say our agency Zeus Jones um yeah. I'm an alumni but um but um it's it, Jonathan's flying out and screening it purely for our family at Zeus Jones. And um, it, there's going to be, I mean, you're going to be able to see this movie with 30, uh, actually probably more like 60 people in the audience. And he's going to be one of them and you can grill him on it. Um, yeah. I'm sure there'll be a Q and a afterwards. And I think there's free, like free popcorn. Oh, too. Sh- so. Knowing, knowing, how yeah. things roll over there. There'll be plenty of, yeah, that's right. Plenty of snacks and popcorn. There'll be plenty of things. Yeah. But, um, Christ, if you're in the twin cities, you've got to fucking do that. So, uh, what are the deets again? Uh, a dinah theater, you know, 50th and France. Yeah. It's a bad bitch. Uh, yep. Uh, Wednesday, May 9th, 
10 a.m. Fucking A. So I know it's, it's kind of a weird time, but if you are self-employed or you can take a couple hours away from work, it'll the event should last from about 10 to 1230 with the Q&A. Um, you're welcome to attend. Once again, just say, I am here as a guest of Eric. I listened to the podcast. He said I could come. And there you go. And and there's and going to see a movie on a weekday morning is one of the joys of life. It's one of the greatest fucking things. It's it it suspends the real world. And and this film, yeah, I, I it was so awesome to see um, that these guys went into production trying to tell a story about like some influencers on Instagram and they quickly realized that that was not going to make a movie and Jonathan as a director made the made the shift mid midstream and said like this needs to be something else it needs to be needs to be about people and I I've never doubted his storytelling ability but to see him like to see him play out a three act structure with ba- there's no fucking story. There is no story. These are th- these are three <laughs> kids on fucking they're Instagram. Real people. They're just yeah. people. There's no story. He he makes one, and I shouldn't say that there's no story. There is one, and but it is it is it's one that needs to be teased and and crafted and and coerced. Not not coerced, but needs to, needs to be crafted and and built. And it's not something that you find in post, like people think that happens with documentaries. Like this happened through masterful production, and obviously I'm influ- uh, you know, um, uh, um, a little bit uh, biased. Yeah, of course I am. But yeah. but uh, that fucker holds up, man. And and let's have fingers crossed for yeah. for some uh, for a nice distribution plan, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm excited to see it a third time. Yeah, that's a testament to. The quality of the film right there. Yeah, fucking so. A. So there's that. Um, Social Animals. Keep an eye out for it. Check it out on wherever. Like, it's getting crazy press. Um, people are uh, – critics love it. The thing and, – yeah. and he he admits to it is that it, it reads poorly on paper. So when you look at it in a program, it's easily glanced over as – Oh, somebody made a movie about social media. It's an Instagram movie. And it's it couldn't be further from an Instagram movie. It's it's a movie about finding your way in the modern world is what it's about. For sure. And uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just so proud of him and, and so uh yeah, I'm psyched he's coming out there. That's awesome that you and and I know that you're the one that made it happen. So good on you. Well done. That's that's a that's an awesome thing to do for 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 the ZJ fam, that's that's killer. Well, we talked about it, but a lot of credit actually goes to Dave. Dave was the one who tracked down the Dave Anus and all that stuff. So David yep. Anus, my friend, Dave, friend, friend of the oh, podcast, friend of many things. Dave, um, when Miss Dearly just um, reached out and is coming out this way and bought Beth and I tickets to see Beck at the Hollywood Bowl in September. So he and Jody are going to come out. We're going to have a nice trip. We're going to be able to catch up. So I'm psyched for that and see Beck. It'll be an awesome show. Yeah, that's awesome. So, oh, yeah, I miss Dave. Hello, Dave. They they let him out of the downtown LA downtown Scientology center long enough to come play a concert. Yeah. Just, yep. Just, just the, the same way that they let Dave out of the Zeus Jones doors to 
Oh God! I, now that I know about it, I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just call Delta and and cancel the flight. <laughs> That's right. Um, what else you got, man? All right. So here's let's sh- let's let's shift a little bit. Um, if you don't mind, um, unless you get something else, go, I, I want to talk it. for a minute. Now that I'm back at home and I don't have um. I don't have any travel on the books for three weeks, month or so. Um, I am turning my attention back to the backyard. And um, I I fucked up the grill. We, we had people over for dinner, and I fucked up the grill tonight for some reason. And it actually turned out fine. I, I cooked a steak on one side. I, I went outside, and I looked at the temperature on the grill. And normally, it hovers when I, I turn all the burners on high, and it hovers at mm-hmm. around 500 degrees, which is perfect. You know, that's perfect yep. temperature for the top of a grill, for grilling whatever, 500 degrees. If you want a cold spot, you turn one burner off. And, uh, or you know what I mean, if you want the grated whatever. Yep. I went out there, and the fucking thing was pegged. It was, it was, it oh, was shit. <laughs> 700 degrees. Did, did all the shit on inside yes, catch sir. on fire? Yes, it did. Is that what happened? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's a bad, bad, it's hard to come back. It is hard to recover from that. So, and, and I had on, I did, so I did, we're, we're, um, we subscribed to Instacart, um, which was extremely handy in Minneapolis. I used it, fuck, I used it twice a week in Minneapolis. And our nanny would use it, like, she would dial shit up if I didn't go shopping. She would dial it up and, you know what I mean? And you could just have shit delivered to the house. Yep. If anybody um, is looking for a grocery delivery service, I give this one a 5.8 out of 10. It's fine. Um, I used it today. We somehow got we got resubscribed automatically. You know what I mean? So you get fucking hose for a hundred bucks for the year, and I never fucking use it. I need to go um, take that off because the only place I ever get deliveries from here are Whole Foods and Target. And guess what? Both those places uh, are now either part of a company or bought a same day delivery yeah. company. So it's, it's no, it's literally no good to me. Go unsubscribe from Instacart right now. If you, if the only thing yeah. you use it for is whole foods or, or, you know, if the only thing you use it for is Amazon or fucking whatever, just yeah. unsubscribe. But anyway, I dialed in the mixed grill. I was like, I, you know, cause I was busy working all day. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. People are coming over. And I dialed in sausages, I dialed in steaks, I dialed in burgers and turkey burgers and fish and fucking mixed grill, right? So I had, I started everything out and um, I caught it just fucking in time though. So I cooked a fucking ribeye, I cooked a ribeye on one side, I'm telling you on one side, I flipped it over Mm. just long enough to stick the Instapen in it and get a temp. And then I fucking yanked it, and it was perfect. It was fucking perfect. I don't know how. <laughs> I caught this shit just in yeah, time. You just got oh, lucky. I got lucky. Yeah. You, if you had gone out there two minutes later, the thing would have been. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Two minutes later, that thing solid, is a fucking yeah. briquette. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my main point is 
I'm having trouble once again with the pit barrel, and my trouble this time is more on a philosophical level, and not necessarily a philosophical level, but it's not necessarily it. It's not in a performance level. I, I'm feeling good about running it, but here's the thing: um, we had the Ivanans out a couple weeks back. They were coming through town. Yep. And as you know, it's great for feeding a bunch of people, you know. They got fucking chitlins. Hell I yeah. had people we had other people over, you know. So you load that bitch up and you got you can feed the fucking mass. It's the loaves and the fishes. Um yep. here's the thing. I've been I haven't fired it up again because everything tastes the fucking same. It's the, everything tastes the fucking same coming off of that thing. When you take it off of there, you're like, oh, you fired up the pit barrel again. Oh, this is, this, it tastes like the fucking pit barrel. It doesn't taste like anything else. And I don't know. Really? I don't have that problem. Oh, come on. Really? Uh, Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, it, it tastes like it's been grilled with charcoal, but, but I wouldn't say that that's the overpowering dominant You would not say that. No. What the fuck are you doing? F- I mean, I'm just I'm I'm going by the rules, man. I watch you, the fucking videos. Not, I listen to you. You're not using lighter fluid, no. are you? It's a fucking I didn't think lighter you would. fluid. I'm doing everything fucking according what, to Hoyle. What kind of charcoal the are you fucking using? Fucking blue bag, man. Yes. Kingsford? Like yeah. I'm according to Hoyle, the entire thing. And you know, I have to say, you know, if you if you did a fucking blind taste test and you did a pork loin and you did a chicken breast. Like, I bet you I could fool fuck I could fool fucking I could fool 50, 60% of the people. What? Yes. Oh, come my on, God. dude. Yes. No. That shit tastes no, the fucking no, no. same. No. With the rub on it, no. you put the same rub on a chicken breast and put the same rub on a on a fucking pork loin. I, I could fucking I could trick a lot of fucking people. It's not versatile. I just, I'm just saying it's not like I can't, I can't use it all the time. I, I think I need to just find a different Wait, way. Are, are you putting – are you getting like actual wood and putting wood in with the charcoal when you're doing no, some of this stuff? I have not done that. Okay. Well, start, start doing that. What the fuck? If you're doing like a fucking pork shoulder or something, you're not actually putting wood in with the charcoal? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Well. All right. So that's your build. That's your. <laughs> that's the first thing off the okay. top of my head. That and that's fair. That's fair. Let me do that. Um, and to be honest, like the last pork, the last, the last pork shoulder I did, and and I think I, I think I grilled you on it. Um, uh, no pun intended. Uh, before I did it, I got your um, your advice on the pork shoulder before I did it, and and I fucked it up. Um, did I tell you this and I fucked up the pork shoulder? No. Yeah, I fucked it uh-uh. up because I, I I left it on for like the thing is is like you can't time it. You like you can't say oh the pork shoulder is going to be five hours. The pork shoulder is going to be x hours. The pork shoulder's done when it's fucking done. So yes. my pork shoulder, I it went for six hours, and how many pounds? I had two. Six pound pork shoulder, so I had 12, 12 pounds. <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah, that's that's yeah, 
You're talking eight to ten. Oh, right eight. There. Yeah, it, it, I needed to be ten hours. Um, ten hours at the at the entry point. Ten hours would have been the bare minimum, and twelve would have been getting into into sweet country. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so let me do this. Let me go back and do a pork shoulder. Let me get some goddamn wood chunks. You, you know, it's Los Angeles, so I've got a place on Sepulveda that specializes in different types of wood for smoking. Of course, it's fucking... All right. You know, it's... Who knows? What, that, it's $40 per fucking chunk or some shit. That sounds good. Who, whatever. Yeah. All right, I'll do a pork shoulder... Um, I'll do it this weekend. In fact, we got people coming in. I'll do. I'll do one this weekend. And what? Let me tell you what rub are you using? Oh, I'm all over the shop. Um, I, lately, I you know I, I um. Uh, let me just cut you off right here. <laughs> Go to Amazon. Thank you. <laughs> Go to Amazon, yes, and you're gonna get suckle busters. Oh, you fucking told me this before. It. Oh my god, it's the worst name. Is it seriously suckle, suckle bus, suckle, suckle busters? It, it, like suckle, yeah. like suckling. It's, yeah, like like a suckling pig oh, or something. Or dude, suck, that is suckling the teat. Suckling the what teat. What is wrong with these people? But, like you're a. How was their naming exercise? Like you're in the Aryan Game of Thrones, They're... you know, suckling the teat. <laughs> dude, that is the worst fucking name. <laughs> The worst fucking name. Okay, so do you have a particular one of the Suckle Busters? Oh. Suckle Busters rub. Which All one? Right. So they have a, they've got a seasoning variety pack. The one that I use is the, the competition. I use the competition and I use the hog waller. I've got both those, but they've, they've got a four pack that's like chicken barbecue rub something else uh, hog waller and the competition right. and it's 35 bucks all right i'll I'll, so I'll grab that you'll thing. be you'll be set for fucking you life, never have never ever steered me wrong i am not second guessing the pit barrel i love the fu- the thing is fucking magic i'm just struggling like i'm i'm yeah. wanting i'm str- i'm trying to stretch it into like i would cook everything on that fucking thing if i could you know it's amazing i know yeah, you, see, the, here's the, the the problem is I think you just OD'd on it because you're just well. Using there's it that too, left, because, right, and center. Yeah, I use it like like a special yeah. tool, like a SEAL Team Six. Like, totally calling in. I I have to say I'm thinking about getting rid of my. I've got like a really nice Weber gas grill. I'm thinking about throwing that thing over and going back to a pellet. You, pellet well, grill. listen, you Do change pe- grills. Pellet grill. You change grills like sweatshirts. That's true. Almost, actually, yeah. actually, that's a lie. It's more, uh, it's more frequent than sweatshirts. It's actually more frequent than underwear. I've seen you in. <laughs> I've known. I've known you for. It was. It's 2018. I've known you for eight years or so. Um, six, seven years. You've had probably you. You've had ten grills in the time I've known you. I have not had that many grills, but <laughs> maybe yeah, not. close. Maybe though. not. Yeah, and, and but, no, no. But your your point is taken. And, and, and I'm not. I, I do but switch. You, you like to roll through. That's why you're a yeah. professional. That's how. Well, that's why you know. 
I just the gas grill is purely a tool of convenience. It's so you don't stick. It's so you. It's so you don't. It's so you don't destroy the kitchen. Is all the the gas grill is. Yeah. It's so you don't make a steak on the in in just fucking. But gas grills are such bullshit. I just hate like the exactly what you experienced tonight with all the fucking shit catching fire in it and just like the flare ups and you know I've got like the grill grates which are supposed to protect from flare ups which you know we'll talk about that some other time the fucking replacing your shit grates with the grill grates which creates a higher intensity really? surface and protects from the flare-ups yeah let me get some of those grill grates homie um <laughs> well i'll tell you um you can you can fucking hi-hat all you want on the fucking you know on, on the goddamn gas grill but when you've got a bunch of you know it last minute and you don't want to fucking smoke out your kitchen and have your house smell like Johnny's fucking house of fucking See, ribs for a week. Here's the thing, though. A pellet, a pellet grill can get up to temp. Not, I'm not going to claim that it gets up to temp as fast as a gas grill, but it comes pretty close. I mean, we're not, we're not talking like pit barrel times here. We're talking somewhere in between. Okay. You know, like it can get up to 600 degrees and maintain 600 degrees like fucking clockwork. That's the other thing is all these pellet grills have built in temperature handling and monitoring shit. And a lot of them are like Wi-Fi now. So you're like fucking these laughing from the kitchen while you're drinking martinis. Yeah. I mean, but a gas grill but is as well. The, the thing's made out of steel. Yeah. A good gas grill is going to cost you probably more than that. And it'll fall apart a lot sooner. No so doubt. These fucking pellet, pellet cookers are like made out of serious, serious really? steel. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna we're we're redoing our garage this year. The only thing that's that's holding me back right now from like ditching my gas grill on fucking Craigslist or something and getting a Yoder uh, pellet grill is that we're redoing this garage and I don't know what the exact situation is going to look like. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yoder, that's the one. Here, I'll write that down. Okay. I, well, I, I mean, yeah. Memphis, who's local here, who's out, who are out in Minnetonka or something like that or Eden Prairie or something, they make them, but they they've just been getting more and more expensive, you know. To get their like decent, you know, middle of the line one, you're talking like twenty five hundred to three grand or something Are you like serious? that. And Yoder, Yoder, still in the price range you're talking about, where it's like twelve hundred, and you're like fucking got this a bad badass, bitch. yeah. So that's I that. got a new. Um, I have to give. Um, not to change topics too quickly but i have to i i do have um a new listener that i i have to give a shout out to here lee gordon um here in los angeles is um she's a, a real estate agent anybody in los angeles please find her and buy a house from her um because she's got some sweet inventory um and uh she's a new listener and I promised she she was over for she was oh, over nice. for dinner tonight and uh she hasn't listened to the podcast yet and, and the the beauty is that I've I'm giving her the shout out a fucking hour in. So she's she's now gonna have to listen to yeah. a fucking you know, she doesn't grill anything. She comes here to eat shit off the grill. Yeah. 
So, right. hello, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Well, if she wants to fly to Minneapolis on May 9th, she can attend the social Fucking animals. A. She should. <laughs> she should. Um, what else is uh, fucking spring is sprung up in that bitch, huh? Yeah, it's so nice it's here. We got suns out, win- guns windows out. Windows are open at nighttime. Yep, suns out, guns out. Yeah, it's gonna get, it's gonna transition to summer here pretty fast. I mean, you know how Minnesota. Do. Oh, dude, it's like spring. Spring Fart is a wind. Blink of the eye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm just trying to in- enjoy it while while we can while it's still in like the 60s, 70s. What do you? So I'm busted out the pit barrel this weekend it's my birthday oh, that's right. i forgot uh, our birthdays are fucking like oh like yeah. days apart i forgot i always forget that that's right happy birthday happy belated birthday to you too i wanted to wait till we were on the podcast to wish you a happy birthday uh, so i, I hope you had a good i one. did thank you yeah i did appreciate it you know you, you don't turn 33 every day you don't. so i hope you, you don't it. yeah no i really did you know i'm settling into my 30s nicely and and 30, 33 is a yeah, nice yeah. year, you know? I mean, you make it a little bit past JC and and uh, and, and keep moving with your life, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping That's to quit right. smoking this year and and uh, lose five pounds and join the Peace Corps. Nice. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to bust out the pit barrel this weekend. We're going to go down to Nicole's. Um, sister's house. She wants to evidently throw a party for me, which oh, is very awesome. nice of her. Um, and so that means hauling the pit barrel down there because I, I, the only, well, I would only go on the condition that I cooked the meat and I cooked it in the pit barrel when we went down there. So Nicole, N- Nicole was like, you know what? We're gonna go down there a bunch this summer. Why don't you just pack the pit leave barrel one down up, there? But just leave it. It's down not a bad there. idea. And then get a, get another one. Yeah, that's a good gift to give somebody. They travel so, well. Um, yeah, I'm sure you didn't save the box. Um, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, leave one down there. Just leave it down there and get another one because you'll be down there a bunch, um, and it'll give you a good reason to head back down. Yeah. So, are you going to? Um, are you going to? keep up your birthday tradition of taking yourself to a movie? You know, I, last Sunday, we went and saw the new Avengers Infinity movie. Infinity War, I should say. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, yep. And we went to a late showing. It was like a 9.30 Sunday showing. And I was like, man, driving there, I was like, you know, this (laughs) movie is going to be such a shit show. Oh, dude. Like, the amount of characters and storylines and all the shit that they're trying to pile yeah. together i have to I have to say i was seriously fucking really? impressed it's really good they did a really good all job right. they give z- literally zero fucks if you haven't seen any of the other films really? like they just smash all the storylines together and they're not holding anyone's hand so you hopefully have seen at least a majority of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe films, so you know at least who these characters are. Like, if you haven't seen, you know, it picks up, like, especially if, I would especially recommend if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok that you see that. Like, you don't have to have seen Black Panther. If Like, as long as you know who Black Panther is and you know what Wakanda is, you're set. But the movie literally opens where Thor Ragnarok pretty much leaves off. So, you know, it would be good 
to at least have seen that film. Plus, it's a really good it's film. A, it's like one of the best films to ever come out of the it, Marvel it's, it's Universe. It's really good, so. yeah. But I have to say, I highly rec- recommend Infinity War. I think it was, I was seriously impressed. I think it's actually really good. The number of showings, because um, I was going to take myself to a movie, um, as you do, and I was looking at theaters and there's literally like, you know, the theaters here in town are, they get quite big. Some of them. And, um, that thing is fucking taken over multiplexes and that thing, it runs on the fucking half hour. It starts at 11 AM and it runs every fucking half hour until 11 PM. So there's 20 showings a day at theaters. Right. right. And then if you include yeah, 3D, saying, then yeah. you've got fucking, which thankfully is dying very soon. Yeah, I was reading some article and they were like saying it it, is, it made $83 million in the last 12 hours. And it was like a weekday, you know? It's like, holy shit. It's Jesus. just banging Does it Does Disney out. own Marvel? I mean, that, um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Marvel. I think is still it, I think its, it's own, its own entity, thing. Yeah. the The thing is, with these things, the pressure to keep. I mean, the pressure to just top that. Oh my god! To top like four hundred eighty-three million in an opening weekend. It's like half a billion dollars in the opening what weekend. You, like what the fuck? Good luck. What are you going to do? do? Are you going to like? You'd have to just yeah. like kill you have everyone. to fucking everyone and, and their babies drag them in a yeah, film yeah, and drag them into yeah. the fucking theater and stamp their hand yeah you gotta bill cosby half I the have... fucking population of fucking los angeles <laughs> and drag them into the fucking theater i just don't know what storyline is gonna get people i mean if star wars can't do it yeah man you know and you and these major like you know, franchises, multi-generational spans, you know, every generation who's still alive. Like, my mom wants to go see Star Wars when it comes out. I want to see it, and my kids want to see it. Are they going to so, burn that fucking thing out? I mean, Solo, people are psyched for that. I'm psyched for it. But are they are they pushing I, is the, are, are they pushing too fast? Are they pushing too hard? Like... I have to say, Solo has some e- earmarks of disaster. You know, when there are those warning signs of like, we fired the director and we had to reshoot this and we had to oh, bring in I a don't, fucking I have acting no background coach for... Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's been some trouble. Oh, that is not a good... That's not a good sign. Yeah. Oh, I haven't kept up on it. I also love... Did you see the thing where there was... They released the trailer one and between trailer one and their trailer two, someone released was like, you guys don't know how to fucking cut a trailer, and they recut it to Sabotage by the Beastie Boys, and the internet like freaked out and was like, yes, okay, now this movie looks good. And so then they released their second trailer, and they basically took the, like, they didn't directly rip it off, but they definitely took the vibe of Get what the that fuck out of fan here. had done. Yeah. I love it. I so. love it. It means that any fucking Joker sitting at home with fucking iMovie... You're in the game. You're in the fucking game. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love sure. that. It's good stuff. All right. Well, 
Um, I have a couple more things, but I think I'm going to save them for you save next it? time, just because I think I think we're getting save them. We're at an here, hour so. ten, but it's tight hour ten, right, people? That's a good seventy minutes of your time. Thank you for spending it with <laughs> yeah. us. Lot, lots of recommendations yeah. in there. Let me know how how y'all feel about Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> the hot pig. Yep. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thanks, as always, to Kaya Fisher for the audio engineering assistance. If you will please do us a favor, go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. It helps other people discover. Uh, thank you very much. We will catch See you everybody. next time. Thank you.